0: That's join midi.com.
1: Election College episode 81. So like, do territories get the vote and stuff?
0: Let's throw a political party. Face it. The political scene sucks. But did it always? It's time for election college, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith.
1: Jason, yeah. Ben, it's, did you ever notice that like we have we have the 50 states, right? We we have all those now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got Washington DC.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And then they get to vote. Yeah, they okay, yeah. So the so the fifty states get the vote, and then the Washington DC people, we talked about that before, they get the vote. And then we've got all these territories out there that like, you know, we own them, basically, or or we're sovereign over them or, or something. And they don't ever get to vote in the general election.
2: Yeah. That's fair,
1: right? I suppose, yeah. That's that's fine with me. I don't know how they feel yeah. about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've always wondered about this Ben because when you look at the political conventions, right? Uh, uh-huh. you know, everybody's going nuts whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, you have this national convention and there are these tall signs that will say the states, right? You know, you'd be uh-huh. like Michigan, Pennsylvania, woohoo. Guam Puerto Rico, like they're there. Those aren't on the flag. No, but weird. their people are U.S.
1: citizens. Exactly right. And so I guess first we'll say there are five territories that, uh, for lack of a better word, the United States owns, and they there oh, there are a lot more than that 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 are uh, territories, but there are five. They get to participate in the primary process for the nominations for the president for each party. And those are American Samoa, Guam, Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico, which is the one we'll probably spend the most time on, uh, at least mention the most because it's the most visible, and the United States Virgin Islands.
2: Yeah. So I think it's probably a good idea to pick on Puerto Rico a little bit because they are probably... And if you're in Guam, you might disagree with me here, but they're probably the closest territory that could become a state other than Washington, D.C. So what's up with Puerto Rico? Yeah, they're
1: Basically, uh, Puerto Rico is not allowed to choose electors in the presidential elections. They're also not allowed to elect voting members of U.S. Congress. and it gets kind of complicated because they have a representative in Congress, but they're not really a representative. And they are able to contribute to the primary process and their votes count for nomination, but not not really anything else besides that. So
2: like do they really, right. do they really get to pick the president that's gonna govern their country or not? Right. And that bids the question is a place like Puerto Rico, is it's is it its own country or is it not? And that really depends on who you ask. So if you're in Puerto Rico, you're gonna say, oh, we are a Caribbean country or Caribbean, I don't know which they would say, but they're gonna say, No, we we are our own thing. And if you ask the United Nations, they'll say, Well. Puerto Rico is a colony of the United States, but we really don't like colonies. That's not cool in this era of history. So we don't know. (laughs) We don't know what you are, but we don't like the fact that you have the status where, uh, the United States owns you. That's not cool. Right. And so, uh,
1: the the reason is the U.S. Constitution actually requires that in order to vote, you have to be a resident of one of the 50 states. And with the uh, initial or I'm sorry, the additional amendment, also the District of Columbia. And basically what they say is that the Constitution doesn't require the extension of federal voting rights to the U.S. territories and their residents. But. It also allows the the Constitution also does allow the government to still govern those territories under the U.S. So it's a little fishy because, well, I, I say fishy, not in a derogatory term. Just it's a little different because those citizens of the United States have no input. Taxation without representation, right? Right. But they uh, still have to listen to us.
2: Yeah. It's taxation without representation, though, Ben, with a little asterisk, because they do get to decide <laughs> kind of <laughs> who gets to run in the general election. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: it, it is complicated. And, and I've wondered about this. I've actually wondered about this for many years. Is it a good thing to be a territory because you're being protected by the military? You're not being taxed as much as a normal state. You're getting a lot of the social benefit, like the social program benefit uh, that any U.S. citizen has the right to. But you're not being represented in Congress. Effectively, you're not being represented. Um, You kind of are, but when it comes down to the vote, you're not. And the chief executive is not somebody that you elected. So why are they able to be involved? I guess that's a good thing that they're at least able to be involved in the primary.
1: Well, and the the best part is that if you're not involved in the general election, nobody can blame you for a president that they don't like. Yeah. I mean, Hey, nobody (laughs) ever blamed Puerto Rico for a bad president. That's for sure. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'd be interested if we have any listeners in any of the US territories how they feel about their status as as a territory rather than a state. Does that have any impact on your daily life? When it comes down to election season, is it exciting for you at all or is it kind of like, "Hey, we live in a tropical paradise. This is wonderful." I would love to hear your thoughts. So,
1: hey Jason, it is of uh, an interesting thing to note that you know during the primary race you want to get every single delegate you can get. There are multiple, including in the, the 2016 primary race, different examples of campaigns who have sent representatives or the actual candidates themselves. To some of the territories, especially Puerto Rico, because of the large population there and the the slightly more significant number of delegates. So even though they're they're small and the delegates aren't many and they're not able to vote in the general election, the candidates do still seem to focus on them uh, to to some extent because every vote counts.
2: Yeah, and especially you know in a year like this, on both sides. You know, the Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, you're exactly right. Every delegate counts. So if you're in Guam, Northern Mariana, American Samoa, US Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, hey, you matter.
1: I do seem to recall from our statistics that we do have some listeners in Puerto Rico. So, hey, if you guys are still listening, we're talking directly to you. There's probably That's not right. many. So, Go ahead. Reach (laughs) out. We want to hear what you have to say about everything. Yeah. Uh, So that's about all I have to say
2: about about the territories and how it relates to the presidential election.
1: Right. We don't have a lot to say, and there really isn't a lot to say. But we wanted to make sure in this uh, short kind of bite-sized episode that everyone's familiar with the fact that we, as a nation, have territories And that they get to vote and not vote at the same
2: time. Yeah. So you are very important to Ben and Jason. That's right.
1: (laughs) It's also important to us to engage with our listeners and you people from Puerto Rico and everyone else. Go ahead and check us out on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and say
2: hey. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye.